Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Naso. And uh, hopefully at the end we'll have one or two thoughts related to uh, the Chag Shvuis, which we have uh, coming up upon us. Um, but we can't forget that on the heels of uh, Shvuis is going to be Shabbos. So Baruch Hashem, we don't miss a week with this week on, uh, in the Parshish here. Those listening in Chutz Laaretz will have this for two weeks, be able to listen this week and next week, and you'll just be a Shabbos ahead in terms of um, the, uh, the Parshias. Okay, but first let's get into Parshas, Parshas Naso. Parshas Naso. So we start off with a thought from the Shem in source number one. Well, as we know, Parshas Naso first finishes, the first part of Parshas Naso finishes the, the, uh, the minion, the, the, well, we finished the, the counting of Klai at the end of last week's Parsha, then we started discussing the Avoda of the, of the uh, children of Levi, Gershon, Kassim, Murari, everything they did, respectively, all of their Avoda. The two major discussions after that, there are a few mitzvot besides that sprinkled in, but the two major discussions are that of na- the, the Nazir, or the Nazirah, Nazir or Nazira, a woman could be a Nazir also, and Isha Sota. Those are the two major discussions of Sota and Nazir. Then we have a little bit of Birchas Kohanim. And then the whole second half of the parasha, of course, are the Nisim. Over and over again, the laning that we do on, on Hanukkah, all the, the, the carbonus that were brought by the Nisim, by the Chanukas HaMishkan. So let's start off with a couple of thoughts related to Nazir. Related to Nazir. The Nazir that, that um, accepts upon himself to disassociate himself with society in various ways. Says the Shem Anatov. Bechumish Bamidbar, Bo Bahadraga shall kol chelkei klal Yisrael. It's interesting, if you look, see it in context, the entire Sefer Bamidbar, there are different levels. And it goes from the most general to the most specific and maybe most special. We start off Parshas Bamidbar and Sefer Bamidbar counting all Jews. All Jews are counted. Moshe Rabbeinu understood that Levi wasn't supposed to be counted. So you start off with the entire nation, then you get to the next category, a little smaller, a little more unique, and that is Shevet Levi. Right, from a month old, as we discussed last week. Vishuv, and after we have Levi, even within Levi, we have more specified. Gibel Madrigos, the Gibel Mishpachos Halevi, Kahas, Gershon, Umarari. Right, so we're going from all Jews to Levi to the most special within Levi. Right, those those Bnei Levi who carry the most special of of Kalim, the Shulchan and the and the, and the Menorah and the Aron. And again, the Ktsivui was was given not in order of their age, but in order of their Chashivus. Again, the ultimately getting to the the those that carried the special kalim. Finally, who got to the levim, getting more special? So who's next? The kohanim. So then we have halachas related to the kohanim. Right there, zochep in the returning of of gezel hager. We know if somebody steals, talk about this a little bit on Shabbos also. If somebody steals a an object from their from a ger, and the ger Rahman al-Islam dies without relatives, what do you do? Who do you return it to? You give it to the Kohanim. That's the special Allah of Gezel Hager. So after we discussed Jews and Leviim and going down to Kahas, and then we get to Kohanim. Who's the last? Acharon, Acharon, Chaviv. Who does the Torah come to? Ba Hanazir. He is the final one going from the beginning of Bebidbar until now. Then you have Berchus Kohanim. 
What's so special about a Nazir? A Nazir, we know, is even, how do we know that even in Halacha, reflected that a Nazir is someone more unique, a Nazir cannot even make himself Tameh for his Zion Krovim. If a Nazir loses his father, mother, right, wife, sister, brother, child, right, a Nazir is not allowed to become Tameh, just like a Kohen Gadol. So as a Kalecha Yachal let's continue, and every Jew could get to the level of Nazirus, and if we um, skip a few lines, the middle of line 16, We see the Nazir just like a Kohen Gadol. What's so special about a Nazir? Even more than a regular Kohen. What makes the Nazir so special? Says the Shemanatov quoting the Avni Nazir. Why is a Nazir more unique and more special than a Kohen? The Amar, the Kedushas Kohen Babi Yerusha Me Aviv, the Alkain, he Efshar Shekedushaso Yeh Yoser Gadol Me Aviv. He says it in one way, then the Shemanatov is going to say it in another way. The Avni Nazir says a Kohen's Kedusha comes from his father. Or why is a Kohen right? The old joke: Kohen goes to a Rabbi, Rabbi, I want to be a Kohen. So why do you want to be a Kohen? He says, I'll pay out as much money as you want. He says, Why do you want to be a Kohen so badly? My father was a Kohen, my grandfather was a Kohen. I want to be a Kohen. So I said, It's free. Right, so the kedusha of a kohen comes from his father. So says the Avni Nazar. So how can you say you're not going to, you're not allowed to become tummy because of your father? Your father gave you the kedusha. The alkain mutter l'tami l'zayin krovim. Mashe'enkin kedusha has nazir ba me'atzbo. The kedusha of a nazir comes from himself. Nothing to do with his family. The alkain I'll call nachos meislo yavo. That's the Avni Nazar. But the Shem and Atof says it a little differently, and maybe this is what the Avni Nazar means, and that is the kedusha of a kohen. A kohen didn't have to do anything to get his kedusha. It comes from Mela. He's born with it. He didn't have to work for it. He didn't have to accept upon himself extra responsibilities. He didn't have to do anything. He was born. That's it. That's one level of Kedusha. But a higher level of Kedusha is if we get to it ourselves. If we push ourselves. If we make certain decisions. It says that's a higher level of Kedusha. And that's what a Nazir is. A Nazir, it's all about his own acceptance. He says, "Masha Adam Zocha Ali de Maisov Yochul His Alos Harbe Al Masha Balo Mitzaravosav." Even more than what, right? It doesn't didn't come to him by accident, just by automatically. He did it himself, and that's what makes a Nazir on a higher level of kedusha than a Kohen, because a Nazir got to it from his own from his own um, acceptance. And he says, maybe that's even the shot of the Medrash in Shmos, where the Pasuk said, the Medrash says, "Tov Shem Shem and Tov." I'm on line twenty-three now. Pasuk in Kohelas, right? Better is a name than Shemen Tov. What is that referring to? Dekoy al Chanani Mishal Vazarya. It's going on Chanani Mishal Vazarya. The three greats in Tanakh, Sheyatsu Mitoch Kivshan, Yatsu Mitoch Aish, they survived the fiery furnace. Minadav Aviyu. Chanani Mishal Vazarya are even greater than Adav Aviyu. What does that mean? The Nisrafu Baish, they were burned in fire. Right? So why? What was Chanani Mishal Vazarya? What did they have above our own sons? So says the Svasemes, They were anointed. They were Kohanim. They got it automatically. They were anointed like all Kohanim were anointed. That's the Pasuk, Shem and Tov. The Tov, shame. Somebody who gets a name out of their own hard work. They get what they accomplish in life because of their own avoda. Tov, shame, Yishem and Tov. That's an even higher level, and that's what Hanan Mishal Vazaria was saved from the Kipshana Ish. Mashaiki Hanan Mishal Vazaria, here Vichu Akola Atzma Maidema Asehem. The Alkain Zacho Al Yadav, Mesiris Nefesh, Latsis Mitocha Ish. And their Kadusha is Islamala. So why is the Nazir greater? 
Another is greater because he got there himself. A Kohen has it be Arusha. So he's not on the level of a of a Nazir. And that's what he says at the end. We discussed this back in Parshish B'Shalach as well. Line 29. What do we say every day? We have two Kedushos as a Jew. My connection, what I did. And what I get from my father or from my parents or my grandparents. But which is first in the Pasuk? That's what comes first. That's where I really make my mark, my own contribution. What I accomplished myself is that keli v'yanvehu, building on what I received from my parents, elokei aviv aramamenu. First thought of Nazir. Then we have the second idea in, in Nazir. That is a thought from the Stipler. From the Stipler going to the Birchas Parrots in source number two. The Stipler quotes the Gemara in Mesechas Nadarim. Gemara Nadarim tells a story. Titania, first line in source number two. Amr Shemana Tzadik. Shimon Tzadik says, "Miyamai lo achalti Ashem Nazir Tame." I ever, I never ate carbonus. We know a Nazir has to bring carbonus after his his uh, being a Nazir or her being a Nazira. They bring carbonus. They are carbonus if they became Tame. They are carbonus if they became Tahar. Says Shimon Tzadik, "I never ate carbonos from a Nazir because I never thought knew whether the Nazir or Nazira were totally l'shem shemayim." Whether they accepted their Naziris with, with, with wonderful motives and no ulterior motives. El Only one time. One time, says Shimon Atzadik, I ate from the Karbanas. Ba'adam echa Nazir min There was a man that came, a Nazir that came from the south. V'ra'isif shu yafeinayim v'toroi. I saw that he was, he, had, he was, he was, one, he was very handsome. V'toroi. He was good to look at. V'kfuso sav seduros lo taltalim. He had beautiful hair. Amartilo, Beni, Mara Isa, says he comes, he said, what, you became a Nazir, meaning you know that you're gonna to have to shave your head at the end of your Naziris. Why'd you do it? You have such gorgeous locks. You know, why'd you do it? Omar Lee says to me, Roe Hayisi Abba Beiri. I was a shepherd. One day I went to the spring to get water. I saw my reflection in the water. My Yitzhahara got the better of me. I started shaking. My Yitzhahara. It wanted to, to be matred me and take me out of the world. It was about to cause me to sin. A Markilo, so I spoke to my Yitzhahara. Russia! What are you raising yourself up in the world that's not yours? You know what? The, after what happens to a person? What are you doing? I swear, I will shave you to heaven. That's why I became a Nazir. Miyad hears that. I stood up, I gave him a kiss on the head. You're a great Nazir. That's the story about Shimonat Tzadik's Nazir. Stipler, though, is, wonders, he saw his reflection, and he's like, oh, I think. What Avera was he about to do? There was nobody there. Mm-hmm. What he was about to... He, oh, I, I'm so gorgeous, I'm going to go and... What was he about to do? What Avera? Bikish l'tardani min ha'olam. L'chari, he was by himself, by the reflection, by the well. And he says, oh, I have to... He 
says, V'hinei, line, the next paragraph, Lonuzbar begamara, but not pachas alav Yitzro. What was his Yitzhahara screaming at him about? Kisharas atzmo yafet yifei toar. What was he getting so excited about? Ubamem bikesh latardum in haolam. Laezachait. What sin? Nimshak shistakib abuashalo. So he says, the, the Torah, the, the Gemara doesn't describe what sin it was. The only way you know it is from what he said to his Yitzhahara afterwards. Because what did he say? Russia, why are you raising yourself up? You know what the Avera was? It was the Avera of arrogance. It was the Avera of Gaiva. It was the Avera of, I see myself all of a sudden and I think I'm gorgeous. All of a sudden I think, look at me! Look at my hair! Look at that! And I forget that it's a matana from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I forget that every ability that I have is from Hashem. All of a sudden I start attributing it to myself. Says the Berchas Peretz, he says, that itself, that machshava is a chait. Eze, he says, Muchach, fourth line, Shepachizas Yitzhak, Shalatadam and Olam, Haisa Mashinichnas, Bo Eze, Machshava Shalgaiva, Uketakama, Lomata Mitgaer, Vaalze Haisa Kalacharadazo, that's why he started shaking. Vizil Mashabikesha Yitzhak, Shalatadam and Olam, that's why his Yitzhak was being machin and taking him out of the world, because we know Chazal say, the more I raise myself up, the less place there is for God. Right? The more I lift, so. God's on top of me. Right? That's why we have yarmulke. That's why I tell me a few weeks ago. Right? Where does the word yarmulke come from? What's a yarmulke? That slang. Yarmulke comes from the word yare malka, fear of the king. Yare malka, yarmulke. Yare malka. I always have something on my head so I have a separation between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and myself. So once I raise myself up, right, so then all of us, I have less, less yura of the, of the melech. So it says the Berchas Perez, that's what's being alluded to here. He says it was the, it was the netiyah, it was the chait of Gaifa. Where is the chait of Gaiva in the Torah? Where does it say you're not allowed to be a Balgaiva? We mentioned a few weeks ago that really there is no specific mitzvah to have good midos. No specific mitzvah. Right, Rav Chaim Vital says, why not? Because that's really the prerequisite of all other mitzvahs. If I don't have good midos, then I can't do other mitzvahs properly. They're all warped. So really it's a prerequisite. That was what Rav Chaim Vital suggested a couple of weeks ago. But there are other possibilities here for Gaiva. Two possibilities. Two possibilities. Where is the Yisra of Gaiva? I'm not allowed to be arrogant. Where's the sin? The Ramban has one suggestion, and the Smog, Sefer Mitzvah's Godel, has another suggestion. Two of the great Rishonim. Or even, let's just finish, I'm sorry. Let's finish the, finish the Berchas Peretz first, in source number three. Ukafi on top. Ukafi she'ineinu rowos bofan aragil with chamamish. Usually, when, when we think, when we realize that we have a certain talent, or we look in the mirror, we don't attribute it to HaKadosh Baruch automatically, naturally. If they tell me something great, Right, I get a great mark. Right, somebody gives me a great compliment. I start thinking of myself, I'm so happy inside. I start uh, lifting myself up. What do I start thinking in my heart? I'm like one in a million. Yeah, who else could do that? What I just did. Chad Bedara. That's what we started. Tafares. I said, yeah, I deserve this feedback. Thank you very much. It's about time. And I don't realize that as I'm lifting myself up, I'm really falling way down. It says, that's the pit. The pit that we have to realize. It says the Ramban, where is this alluded to in the Torah? It's alluded to in the Torah in the end of the Torah in Parsha Shoftim where the Torah gives specific laws 
related to a king. Related to a king, we know the king is not allowed to have too many wives, too many horses, too much money, various halachas of a king. And the Torah there says, why not? Why can't why, why can't he have so what specific laws? Why does he have to always carry a safer Torah around with him? What? Riding one safer Torah is not good enough. The king has to, has to have another one wherever he is. So the Torah says, Levilti rum levavo me'echav. Source four, so that his heart doesn't get raised up. Says the Ramban, Nirmaz Bekan Betorah Isser Hagavus. Here it is in the Torah. You're looking for the Isser of Gaiva, of thinking myself above who I'm supposed to be? It says that's if he, by the king. The, the Torah withholds and prevents the king from having his heart raised. The other people, the king at least, as a havamina, that he should hold himself higher. Right? He's the king. Right? The Gemara we know even says Melach shemachal al kvodo in kvodo machal. He can't be mochal in his coven. Right? So therefore, you might think, right? Uh, by, if a king is not allowed to become a balgaiva, so he says that um, then surely anybody else. He says, we have to make sure that even though I'm the king, I realize that I'm not above anybody anybody else. That's even why the Drushas Haran, I didn't give it to you, the Drushas Haran mentions, that's exactly why the king has to have a Torah wherever he goes. Right? The Torah, wherever he goes. If I'm, if I'm eating lunch, I have to have a Torah next to me. If I go out to work, I have to have the Torah. Why? To have a Torah. So such a schlep. Imagine carrying a Sefer Torah. I once, once um, had the schuss last June to bring a Sefer Torah to Eretz Yisrael. My parents Sefer Torah. I brought it to Eretz Yisrael. First of all, you're, all, you're automatically a celebrity. If you ever take a, take a Torah on a... I'm sitting in the airport. Everyone's coming over to me. Mom, these people who you don't think know the word Torah in any language. They come over. They, they're like, oh, Eshelon Hashik. The flight attendants on the airplane. It's unbelievable. It's like a magnet. It's unbelievable, the magnet of, of taking a Torah. But it's pretty heavy. Pretty heavy walking down the, the whole walkway here. And I get, it's a, it's somewhat. I mean, it's a good schlep, good schlep, but it's pretty heavy. So imagine if you have to do that your whole life. Imagine when you wake up in the morning, you have to put on your scissors, go to shul, carry a Torah. All right. So there is a, one of one of the mafarshim explained that maybe it wasn't the whole Torah. Maybe uh, where we will have a share on this on uh, Shulis night. One of the one of the balaitos to say maybe it just means the Aseris Adibris he had with him. Like he had a little kamiya with the Aseris Adibris, and that symbolizes the entire Torah. He carried the schlep the whole Torah. That, that's not what Rova posts. Rovi Shem says it's a whole Torah. So what does he have to have a whole Torah with him? So says the Ran. You know why? Because it's very easy that the king might raise himself up. The king can do whatever he wants. The king wants to make a highway through your backyard. He can make a highway through your backyard. He says, "Oh, I like that car. Please give it to me." He can take it. So it's very. There's a much danger for the king, for Gaiva. So he needs the rules. But says the Ramban, that's hinting to us as well. Because if the king can't have Gaiva, surely any of us who are not royalty cannot have Gaiva. So it's alluded to in the story of the Rechaz parrots, but where is it in the Torah? Number one is the Ramban, and the other source, and source number six, is the Smog. The Smog, though, we have to have a little introduction, has a fascinating history where he got to this mitzvah. And that is the Smog, Sefer Mitzvah's Gadol, when it was one of the Rishonim, Moshe Mikutsi, who, who um, gathered and made their own numbering of the Sefer Mitzvahs. We know everybody agrees the Gemara Edom Zechaz Maka says there were 613 mitzvahs. Torah, Tzivalon, Moshe, so we got a that who uh, mentioned it, Torah Tzivalanu Moshe, to- Moshe gave us Torah, Torah is Gematria 611, and two years straight from Hashem. That's the marker for 613. So everybody agrees. Everybody agrees there are 613. What are those 613? Those are major arguments. The Rambam, the Ramban, the Chinuch, which follows the Rambam, the Smak, the Smag, the Bahag. Everybody has their own counting. So the Smak has his counting. So he writes in his Hakdama that he wrote the whole Sefer Mitzvahs. And you know what? 
he ended up with 612. Imagine that. 612. He missed one. Imagine you spent years and years figuring out all the mitzvahs. You worked it out. You're missing one. Missing one. So if it was you and me, we'd publish it. Nobody will count to the end. But you're missing one. See, he writes the night before he published his Sefer, he had a dream. He had a dream. And in his dream, he sees the mitzvah that he forgot. He sees the Avera that he did not count. It appears to him in his dream, and he woke up, and he says, Oh, Baruch Hashem. What was that Avera that he forgot? What was it? Here it is. It was being a Balgaifa. He says, and look what he says. Source number six. Lo samach dalid. Be careful lest you forget Hashem. This is an Isser, an Avera, that we don't raise ourselves up when Hashem gives us something good. Oh, look what I got, right? And we don't attribute it to God. That's a separate one of the 248, 365 Losa sayings. Separate Avera. Umi Khan, skipping a few lines. When Hashem gives us something, we cannot say it's me. We have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for it. Right, whatever it is. It's good looks. It's money. It's wisdom. Everything is really a tool HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us to serve Him better. And then at the end of that Avera, this is where he says it. Tochachas anava darashti larabim kach. Right? I used to give drushes about not being a Balgaiva. I used to give drushes about it. Avolachabra alav zeh. Velimno zeh belav lo hayadaiti. I didn't have it in mind. I wasn't going to count this in my minyan mitzvahs. Right? Gam rabinu Moshe lo chibro. The Rambam didn't count it. Velo is kira becheshben alavin. Right? The Rambam doesn't count it. So who am I? But when I got to the end, to the end of the lavim, ekra b'chalom b'maris halayla, I had a dream. You forgot the main one. What's the main one? He I woke up in the morning. Usually we forget our dreams. I guess one like this, you don't forget. Right? Thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I got the final Avera. It is not being a Baal Gaiva. That's the Baha, that's the Smag, that's the Ramban by Melech, and that is the Berchas Peretz, that's the Nazir. The Nazir of Shimon Sadik. what was he afraid of? What was the Chait? The Chait was that Gaiva was overtaking him. And that, of course, we mentioned it a couple times already, source number five, we won't read it inside, the Rambam who says that the two Midos, which were not allowed to go down the middle path, even though every Midah, you got to take the Shvil Azav, you can't be too stingy, you can't give too much Staka, you can't be too happy, you can't be too sad. The only two to go to an extreme are Ka'as and Gaifa. Ka'as and Gaifa. Gaifa, we have to stay away from as much as we can. So those are two, those are two uh, thoughts related to Nazi. So let's move on to the other major discussion in that same Aliyah, and that is Isha Sota. The Isha Sota. So the start off with the Medrash. Source number seven. Source number seven. Kasa be Medrash. My sub Rebbe Meir Shayyoshi Vedorish Balel Shabbos Bebeis Medrasha. Got our orange juice delivery. Says Baruch Hashem. We need a couple for sure. 
Still, you don't have any more mitzvahs. Still, Ramban says the mitzvah daraisa. It's all shmita, shmita juice. So you got to uh, got to use the time while we still have the shmita oranges. So my said, Rabbi Meir says the medrash. Shei Yoshi v'darish below Shabbos base medrasho. There was a story where Meir was once giving a shear Friday night in his base medrash. Ve'isha achas oisa bedrasha. Baruch Hashem. This is the precedent for men and women to be at a drasha, to be at a shear. Right here, the medrash said there was a woman in Ramosh in Rameir's drasha. Meir was giving a drasha. There were women there. Ukishasiyim halachalabesa. Right when she finished, as is interesting, her husband wasn't there. I guess he was. It was his turn to watch the kids. Right, so he stayed home, and she went. She went to the drasha, and then she came home. When she got home, she finds that the candles had already gone out. Such a long shear. Candles already gone out. Her husband says, "Where have you been for so long?" So Amarlo shomatayit to the Rameir Dorish. I went to Rameir Shear. Anything you know, he doesn't doesn't give short shiurim. It's Rabbi Meir. Amalah, in a fit of anger, the husband turns to her and says, "Ein at nechneses lobesi achetelchi v'taruki b'fanav shor Rabbi Meir." You can't come into the house until you go spit in front of Rabbi Meir. That's what he says. Nigla Elio Hanavi the Rabbi Meir. Elio Hanavi, enter Elio Hanavi, right into the picture. He goes to Rabbi Meir and says, Rabbi Meir. Because of you, you gave the shear. She wanted to learn Torah from you. You got to take care of it. So Aliyonavi told Rameir everything that occurred. Ma asa, Rabbi Meir, what did Rameir do? Halak went to sit back in shul. Ba ota isha The woman came to David. She didn't know what to do. My husband made this made this nender. What's going to happen? So she knows this. She went back to David. So Amar law. So says Rameir to her, Yodat at You know how to I have an eye infection. You know how to like do any incantations to make the eye make the eye better? She says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not a doctor, I don't really know how to fix your eye ailment. Rameir says, No, no, no. I, I, I know the I know the uh, how you can fix it. Rikiki Shiva Paamim Bifanai. Vietively, if you spit seven times, that'll make my eye all better. Asta Cain, she did it. Amarla, he says to her, Lachi Amri Lubaalech, go home. Ata Amarta Sharuk Pamachas, Vani Rakati Sain Pami. You tell me I gotta spit once. You go tell your husband, you spit seven times in front of Rebbe Meir. Amrlo Talmidov, Rebbe Meir's Talmidim turned to him. Rebbe Kachnevazim Divrei Torah. What a bizarre! Rabbi Meir, the Gadol Ador, having somebody spit in front of him? You would just get the husband and give him a couple of whips. What kind of husband and making these, these crazy conditions, getting mad at his wife. We'll, 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 we'll get him into shape. We'll get him back into shape and send him home. Rabbi Meir says, no, the covet of Meir is no greater than the covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ma, meaning what? Ma, I'm a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Hakadosh, shame Hakadosh, shame the Bekdusha. Amar Kasev Yimachal Amayim Lato Shalom Minish Lishto. If a Kaddish Baruch Hu says, "Take my name and throw it into the water in order to be erased, in order to help a husband and wife get back together," Shalom Bayis. Kaved Mayor Lokal Shekain. The Kaved Mayor is no better. It's okay. She can spit in front of me. The same exact story is told by Rashi. Rashi where? Rashi in Pirkei Avos on the Mishnah of Aaron Akohen 
Oif Shalom Barodev Shalom. And the story is not about Rabbi Meir, it's about Aaron Akoin. The same exact story. Somebody says, makes the net there, and somebody says, oh, if you spit in front of Aaron Akoin. Same thing. It wasn't Elio Navi then. I guess Aaron Akoin had his own nevuah, and that is the story. The message of Isha Sota, the message of that Chazal pick up on is Shalom Bais. And what we have to do, Shalom Bayis, not only between husband and wife, which is the ultimate Shalom Bayis, but it's between anyone, between people, between neighbors, between acquaintances. And it's our achrayas to make sure that we're Marbis Shalom Ba'olam. Because it's beneath nobody's covet. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it. Rabbi Meir did it. And it's not beneath any of our kavod to be involved in Shalom Bayis. Says the Ocha Sator, it's verse number nine. Quoting Rebellion Lapian. Lamedamanu Mikandov Nifla. Havavanisponain Tamidi Rameyer Shahotanu Taino Sodekes. The students of Rameyer had a good Taino. How could you do this? To be Zion of the Torah. And the answer is when it comes to Shalom Bias, there are no exceptions. Whatever we have to do for Shalom Bias, whatever we have to do to help not only our own Shalom Bias, but other people's Shalom Bias, if we could help, we have an Achrayas to do it. He even quotes in the next paragraph. From Rav Chaim Ivalajan, online 24. Rav Chaim Ivalajan, who we think is Nefesh Achayim, the Lavajan of Yeshiva. No, you know how much he, Shalom Bayis, how much time he put into it. Sometimes a couple of his friends and Talmudim asked him, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing spending so much time? Involved in Shalom Bayis. Ula Haktiz Mizmano Hayakar, your valuable time is Askus. You come, these people having fights, they come to you to talk to you. You're spending so much time. It says of Chaim Velazhin. It says in Mesechas Yuma. Hamis Palel, line 28. Hamis Palel Tsarche Yifsa Shalosh Psios Lachorav. Viachra Kachitin Shalom. You have to take three steps back at the end of Shemona Esrei before you osa shalom b'roma. Before you make shalom, you got to take three steps back. Sometimes to create shalom. Sometimes for shalom, you got to go back a little bit. you got to go down a little bit. you got to take three steps backwards in order to bring shalom bias. That's where Chaim Yivalajan, however, he reads a piece of Gemara. Take three steps me'achorav, and then you'll have shalom bias. There's even a story about the Chidah, also quoted there in source number 10. The Chidah was one of the most prolific writers that we know of in history. Chidah Chaim Yosef David Azulai, the Birka Yosef, he was a traveling Melamed, traveling Darshan. He sold the Svarim, they say he wrote 72 Svarim, 71 Svarim, 71, 72 Svarim. Ton, on every Masechta, the Birka Yosef, and, and uh, the many, many Svarim that we, that we have and right, that we don't have. So says the Chidah. Sha'alaf Yomoha Amos Haimakaimis Maimaratana Havamitamita Shalarana Koino of Shalom Rodev Shalom. Even though he was very busy, he did all he could to promote shalom. To promote shalom, it doesn't just—it says rodev shalom. What is? It's all, it doesn't say that by many other midos. You have to be rodev shalom. One time he came to a town. There was one time there was a machlokas between two families, a known machlokas. We might know of you know certain neighborhoods or certain families that just that they don't get along goes back many, many years. Right? And who is a person to come today to try to change it? So the Chidag once happened upon one of these machlokos. Twelve years. Twelve years. 
families wouldn't talk to each other. Nobody was able to succeed. The Chida came to town, and what does he write? I worked hard and I worked hard and I worked hard and he writes it took him months to try to bring Shalom right the next in the continuation but that's what you have to do because the story of Isha Sota teaches us that Shalom Bayis is the greatest is the greatest value that we have and even Shem Hashem is Nimchak for Shalom Bayis and even Rabbi Meir gets spit at seven times for Shalom Bayes. Moving right along. Nazir and Sota, the two major uh, in terms of quantity. And then we have the few psukim related to Berchas Kaanim. Berchas Kaanim, Yerach Hashem Yishmerecha, Yerashem Pana Velecha Vifanecha, Yisrashem Pana Velecha Vyasem Nechaz Shalom. So again, we have the schus of this week doing another Amordechai. We had an Amordechai last week, we have another Amordechai this week. The two Hakdamas of Rabbi Wulig Svarim one of them has a Varna Parshas Bamidbar, and one of them has a Varna Parshas Naso. So we get to do them two weeks in a row. It will guess a simple kasha. Simple kasha. In Shmona Esrei, right, when there is no Kohen in Shul, we say, Lokeinu Lokeinu Lokeinu, Barchinu Babracha Mishulashas, Bato Raksu Ademo Shavdecha, etc. Barchinu Babracha Hamishulashas. What does Bracha Mishulashas mean? I would just say Bracha Mishulashas. The triple Bracha. Triple Bracha. Meaning it's three. Bracha Shem Yishmaracha. So bracha mishulashes. That's why that, but the post can point out that many times many chazanim aren't careful. They put the kam in the wrong place. That's why we should make sure to put the kam in the right place. It's not tripled in the Torah. It only says it once in the Torah. It's three brachas that are written in the Torah. Ask Rabbi Willig, one minute. There are three brachas? Yivarechacha Hashem v'yishmerecha. How many brachas is that? It's already two. Yo'er Hashem panavilecha v'chunecha. Yisa Hashem panavilecha v'yasem l'chashalam. We don't want to minimize minimize our brachas, but if we really count closely, there are six. There's two in each pasik. So why we why do we call it a bracha mishulashes? It should be a bracha ha. Uh, I don't know how to say how, what, what word would you use, Mishu, Mishushes. Uh, I think even if I've been here for many years, I still wouldn't know how to say that, right? Shishia, right? That the uh, right. So it'd be, a, it'd be a right six brachas. So why is it called bracha Mishulashes? So suggest Rabbi Willig. Line nine. Line twelve. Says Rabbi Willig. Really, it's Shalosh Shehein Shisha, as we would say. There are really only three brachas. There are six, but there are really three. What does that mean? What's the first? Let's take the first one. Yivarecha Hashem Yishmerecha. What bracha is that? Venire. Shehinei Rashi Pirei Shivarecha Hashem B'mamon. What is Yivarecha Hashem? What does that mean? Money. Hashem should bless you with money. Yivarecha Hashem. V'yishmerecha, he shall guard you min hamazikin. How do you put those two together? Says Rabbi Willig, every bracha that we have in life requires shmira. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu could give us something, but if we don't use it properly, if we misuse it, then the gift could turn into something very terrible. And it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't turn out to be a bracha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could give it to us as a bracha, but if we don't have shmira on the bracha, so then it could all go to waste. Yivarecha Hashem! 
Bracha Hashem, give us money. But for Yishmarecha, guard it because we know money could be something great to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, but we also know the opposite, what money could do to people as well. Yishmarecha, eina bracha b'fnei atzma, el ashmira al berchati varechacha, shemamono lo yelech le'ibur al yedei mazikin. V'yesh lahosef, as he continues, d'be'inyin shmira me'ule, k'deish adam lo yizkalka al yedei berchas hamamon. We know money, right? What, what does it say earlier? Excuse me, in, in Sefer Dvarim? Right? And we won't make a bracha uveirachta. Right? The more, right, the Rashi quotes in also in Sefer Dvarim. A person only rebels against God when they feel satiated. If I feel I need something, then obviously I'm going to die. I'm going to daven for it. Only if I feel I have everything. So the bracha of Kesef is very dangerous. If I use it for tzedakah, if I use it for chesed, unbelievable. But that's, Yivarecha Hashem, give us kesef, the Yishmarecha, and guard that bracha for us. Give us shmira on the bracha. That's number one. Then you have number two. What's the next one? Yar Hashem. V'yalpizeh, next paragraph. Yishlovar, hemshecha bracha. Yar Hashem panim v'lecha. What is ha'aras panim? What does it mean, Hashem's, right? Or Hashem? Tibirchaz yar panav, hu berchaz ha'torah. That's what I'm about Torah. Yar Hashem Panav. Hashem, your face should shine on us. That means we should have Torah. That's what, that's what we say in Sim Shalom. That's the basis, by the way, just in brackets, that's the basis for a halacha. There were two days in the Ramah about this. But why is it? Somebody asked me, Mamash, last Shabbos. Last Shabbos the afternoon. They said, why is it that in many shuls, in Eretz Yisrael, it's even more common, that they say Sim Shalom, even if you have an Ashkenaz, by Shabbos Mincha. Right? What does Sim Shalom have to do with it? Right? And why do we say Sim Shalom on a fast day by Mincha? Why? Because we lamed. That's why we say Sim Shalom goes with lame. Right? But Or Panecha, because Or Panecha is Torah. Your Hashem Panavelecha, that's talking about Torah. That's the bracha we ask for Torah. Hashem should light up our life with Torah. But, says Rabbi Willig, just like Mamon is a double edged sword, Torah could also be a double-edged sword. Middle of line 20. After all, the Tanya, what does it say? We have to make Torah loved by what we do. The more Torah we know, the more responsibility we have to act in a Torah way. The more Torah we have, the more Torah is under our belt, then the more people look at us as representing Torah. And therefore, if we don't act in the appropriate way, then the more Torah we have is just the opposite than, than a bracha. Right? That's what he says, the line 25. If we learn Torah, such beautiful praises are said about us. But if we're Kori Vishone, but if we learn and we're not Mishamish Tamar Chacham, what do people say about us? So Torah as well requires Shmira. Let us find favor in your eyes with this Torah. So again, it's a bracha with the shmira on it. So now we get to the last one. The first one is kesef. Money, gashmias, give us shmira. Second one, ruchnias, give us shmira. What's the third one? Yisa Hashem panavelecha. What's that bracha? So suggest Rabbi Willig beautifully. The Gemara says in brachas, in dafchaf, turning the page, the left side. Source 14. The Gemara says that the Malachim were complaining to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Malachim says, God, 
It's not fair. It says in your Torah, you don't show favoritism. It says in your Torah, Losikat Shochat. Right? You don't show favoritism. Lashem lo yisafanim. But it says you show favoritism to the Jews. Yisa Hashem Panavelacha. It says you show favoritism. It's not fair. The Kodesh Baruch Hu says, no, 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 I have to show favoritism to them. Why? It says in my Torah that you only have to bench if you're satiated. Only if you're full. What do my children do? They have one slice of challah and they bench. One slice of challah. They're not full, but they bench. They go above and beyond for me, so I have to go above and beyond for them. That's the Gemara. Yisa Hashem Panavelecha. So what is that Pasuk referring to? It's referring to going above and beyond for benching. What does that symbolize? It suggests Rabbi Willig. That symbolizes the mizug, the mixing of the Ruchnius and the Gashmius. The mixing of the Mamon and the Torah. Yisa Hashem Panevelecha. That's the last bracha. Line 11. Back in Rabbi Willig. 13. The two things that we just asked for in the first two brachas, we want them to come together. Even more, he should be zochet to the gashmis of Yishmarecha. And we have to find the proper, we have to find the proper uh, balance. As he writes in 16. Sometimes, because we have both brachas, we don't enjoy either of them. Right? We can't enjoy... Right? There's uh, the sto- story at the end we just learned in, uh, in Yeshiva. Sorry, at the beginning of the second parakam, Sechaz Beitza. Rabbi Eliezer is sitting there on Yantav afternoon giving shear. He's giving shear. He's giving shear. And all of a sudden, a couple of times, he didn't walk out. They want to they go have some Simchas Yantav. They want to go have a meal. So he starts screaming at them, why are you leaving? And then the next group of times, he didn't walk out. Oh, why are you leaving? Little by little, the whole day is passing by. Why are you leaving? So finally, the last group are about to leave. Rabbi Lezer says, what are you doing? If you leave now, you're not going to have time to enjoy your meal and you're not going to sit here and enjoy the shear. So you can have nothing. Right? So says Rabbi Lezer, sometimes if we try to do both, we're not going to get either. So that's the third bracha. We should have both and we should be able to balance it properly. There should be shalom. There should be peace. There should be tranquility in our lives as we try to balance our ruchnius and our gashmius. So really it is a bracha mushuleshes. It's a triple bracha. It's just that each one of the brachas needs shmira, needs a guard, and that is what we daven for as well. Okay, one final thought on Naso, and then we get to Shavuos. One final thought on Naso, and that has to do with the Haftorah. The Haftorah for Bashas Naso. Tarfur Naso is the story of the birth of Shimshon, right? Arguably the most famous Nazir. There is a Machlokas Tanoim, whether Shmuel was a Nazir. It's a Machlokas. The last Mishnah Mesechah's Nazir has a Machlokas whether Shmuel was a Nazir. It's not clear whether Shmuel was a Nazir. But Shimshon was for sure a Nazir. So the Haftorah describes how Eishes Manoach, the mother of Shimshon, Amalach appeared to her and said, you're going to have a son and you can't drink any wine even when you're pregnant and you can't become Tameh and it goes through the whole discussion of what the Malach told her and she runs to her husband and says this is what the Malach told me and he's like oh, really? what do we do? I don't know what's happening the Malach has to come to us again and he starts davening and we have to get the Malach back and finally after much davening and prayer the Malach comes back so the woman goes again and says oh Manoah come out Manoah comes back out and, and he says okay what do we do? and if you look in the Pesukim the Malach repeats the same exact thing that he told the wife of Manoah a few Pesukim earlier Right? The Pasuk says, I'll read it to you. Um, 
Hashem, Manoch says to the, the Malach, Ata Yavu Tvarecha, tell me, Ma Yemish Paranar Maaseyu, what do we have to do? Vayir Malach Hashem Manoch, the Malach Hashem says, Mikol Asher Amarti Ala Isha Tishamer. Everything that I told the Isha, the, your wife, you got to guard. She can't drink any, she can't eat anything that comes out of uh, the, the vineyard. Manoach says, I got it. Thank you. And that's the story. Asks Rav Schwab, what happened here? The Malach said the same exact thing to Manoach that Manoach heard from his wife that the Malach had told her. There's nothing new. It doesn't sound like he didn't trust his wife. Right? His wife told, Aisha's Manoach told Manoach what the Malach said. Manoach's like, I don't know what to do. The Malach comes again, says, tells the exact same thing to him, and then he says, okay, good, I got it. What is that? It's just like double? Says Rav Schwab in Source 15. He ne tilas Manoach b'kan kashe he says, first of all, Bechla, what was he bothered by? First of all, he didn't, he didn't know the, the Parsha in the Torah. He didn't know Parsha's Naso. Manoach didn't know Parsha's Naso. Remember, Manoach is in Shoftim. The Torah was already given. Right? So, Manoach didn't know Parsha's Naso? Another, you know what a Nazar's not allowed to do. If he wanted to know just Torah Shabbat Peh, so why don't you go to a rabbi? Go ask a rabbi what the Allah is over a Nazir. What happened? And then on line 8, Uba Yoser Kasha. When Hashem finally listens to his tefillah, and he comes back again, at first glance, there's nothing new in the second, in the second discussion than in the first discussion. Same exact sukkim. So number one, what was Manoach? What was what, what, what did he know? Number two, what did he get the second time? Says Rav Schwab, an unbelievable thought. Vahnira Bazel, line 15. Manoach knew Hilchas Naziris. He knew Hilchas Naziris. Shafilo Ayah Manoach, Yodea Dine Naziris, Lo Haisa Bakashaso, Ela Behilchas Chinuch. He was asking an educational question. Chinuch. Sheratza Ladas, Manase Lanar Hayula Daika. What did he say? What should I do with the born child? You know what he was asking? Shahayatamua Be'inav. How could I bring up a kid a Nazir if I'm not a Nazir? I can't teach that to him. I'm going to be drinking wine and he has to learn how I'm going to be going into cemeteries. That's what he was bothered by. Get the Malach back here. I don't know what, I know Echus Nazir but how am I supposed to do that? That's what Manoach was bothered by. How am I supposed to educate my child about something that I am, I am not going to do? You know what the Malach answers him? You're right. You're right. You can't educate if you don't do it yourself. If one is not teaching by example, they can't educate. And therefore, Meaning, look back at the Psukim. The Psukim are very ambiguous. You and she is the same word. Right? What does it say in the Pasuk? It says, That doesn't mean she's got to keep. That means you got to keep. Manoach, you got a good point. That's exactly what I'm telling you. You got to be a Nazir. You! Everything I told her, you got to do. Because Manoach, you're right. The first lesson, the first 
point that we know in Hilchas Chinuch, for a parent, for a Rebbe, do as I do, not just do as I say. Because do as I say is not going to work if it's not do as I do. That's the lesson that we learn from Manoach. And that's also expressed beautifully by the Alshach HaKadosh. It's quoted in the Mishkan B'Tzalel, which we actually have to do more of. We haven't really devoted our time enough to it. Mishkan B'Tzalel, B'Tzalel Radinsky for Munsi. So there, in one of his sikhos, in Parshas Naso, he quotes from the Alshach HaKadosh, the Pasuk that we say every day. Right before the makar for chinuch, v'shinantam v'anecha, you should teach your children, which also means your students. What's right before that? The Torah should be alav avecha. You know why? Because in order to be able to teach, it's first got to be alav avecha. It's got to be on me. If it's on me, then I can transmit it. If it's not on me, it's going nowhere. First, it's got to be on my heart. Then I'll be able to give it over, v'shinantam v'anecha. That's the first lesson in chinuch, and that's what we learned from Manoach. Okay, let's end off with two thoughts on... Chag Matan Torasenu, Chag Ashvos, which is coming up upon us in less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours, we have the Chag of Shavuos. So one thought, which my Talmudim know I mentioned this, and the other one, um, I mentioned actually in the Yom Yerushalayim Shir last week. But two thoughts, both related to Shavuos. First thought, suggests the Shemana, says the Shemana Tov in Source 17. Top, Source 17. Mashatignu Chachamenu Kriyas Megillas Rus Bechag Ashvos. Why do we read Rus on Shavuos? Many answers given to this question. Maybe it's the time of year that Rus occurred. David HaMelech, it's Yardside, he was born then. Suggest the Shem something deep. Based on a Vilna Go. Says the Gra, third line. Amashinemar bit embracious, Hakol Kol Yaakov. When Yitzhak Avinu has Yaakov come to him trying to steal the brachas, and he says, Hakol Kol Yaakov Aydaimi De Esav. If you look closely in the Torah, the first word kol is spelled without a vav. It's spelled kol kuf lamid. The second kol is spelled with a vav. Kuf vav lamid, male. Just to make that diuk requires a gra. But then what's the message of it? it? says the gra, every Jew has two kolos. Every Jew has two voices. One male and one chaser. A Jew has a kol male, a full voice, a proud voice, a voice that stands up and screams and dances. The kol of Torah. That's the first voice of a Jew. That's the kol male. But then there's the kol chaser of a Jew. The broken voice, the needy voice, the voice that, that, that's bent over. And that's the kol of tefillah. If we feel great like we have everything, we can't daven properly. The Iker of Tefillah is Bakasha. That's the whole middle section of Tefillah. If we feel that we have everything, we can't be a Mavakesh. All Tefillah is about having needs. Those are the two voices of a Jew. The call of Torah and the call of Tefillah. Hakol Kol Yaakov. One is Chaser, that's Tefillah. One is Malay, that's Torah. Hakol Kol Yaakov. Who in Tanakh is the symbols? Are the, who are the symbols of these two voices? Hakol Kol Yaakov, the Kol of Torah, obviously, is Moshe Rabbeinu. Torah Moshe, Zichru Torah Moshe Avdi. Pazak says at the end of Navi. Who is the symbol, the representative of Tefillah? David HaMelech. Almost all of our Tefillahs. David HaMelech, the author of Tehillah. We start off every morning. Ubishirei David Avdecha Nahalelcha. Hashem, we're going to praise you with the songs of David HaMelech. So on the day, suggests Nea the Shemanatov, on the day that we celebrate our voice of Torah, our Kol Male, Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? So we also want to acknowledge our Kol of Tefillah. 
David HaMelech and the roots of David HaMelech being Rus. Again, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't just give us the Torah. But if you remember, if you work out the math, Shavuos was Moshe's due date. How do you remember? Why was it Moshe's due date? So you remember, Moshe Rabbeinu was born and it said... Rashi quotes in Shmos, he was born in Zion Adar, and Rashi quotes that after he was three months old, he was too big to keep in the house, so therefore he was put into the reed basket. So three months after Purim, after Zion Adar, is Vav Sivan. This was his due date. And that's one of the reasons also why there's a minute to eat milchiks. Why? Because that was the day that Basi took him out and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to drink milk from a non-Jewish woman. Right, that's another reason why we have mil- milchiks on, on Shavuos. Because remember that Misa, remember Moshe Rabbeinu, this was the day, Shavuos. So Shavuos is the day that we have a link between Torah and Tefillah, Moshe Rabbeinu, and David HaMelech. And that's even why he ends off quoting a Rokeach on line 9. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago in Parsha's Emar that if you look in the Parsha of the Moadim, we have Shabbos, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, we have all the Moadim. But stuck smack in the middle of the Moadim, right by Shavuos, we have a Pasuk that says, Leket Shechan Peah. Right? Leave the corner of your fields for the poor person. Lack it, the, get your gatherings. Leave it for the ani and for the ger. Leave it over. What's that doing in the middle of Shavuos? Shavuos? Ani v'lager. So says the Shem Maybe it's an allusion. says according to the Rokeach. ani. Maybe ani is an allusion to anav mikal adam. Moshe Rabbeinu. V'lager. Who comes from ger? Who came from a ger? Rus ha-moavia. ani v'lager tazov osam. Leave this holiday for the onion, for the ger, for Moshe and for David. These are the symbols of Shavuos. And this is another reason why we read Rosh on Shavuos. And one final thought related to Shavuos. We have that thought of the Shem and Atov. Again, there's, there's a key not only to say Divrei Torah at the Seder, you know, because all say it at the, at the other holidays, you know, we're also allowed to say fill the, fill the meals with Divrei Torah, especially on Chag Shavuos. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to use some of these then. Says the Say for Eila Hadvarim. Eila Hadvarim were Vileo Schlesinger, who's the Rav in Gilo. It's the Rav of Shuna in, in Gilo. There's Gemara in Psachim, beginning of Source 18. Rav Yosef, Biyomadat Sarta Omar. Right? On, Rav Yosef on Shvuis used to make a big party. Amar Avdili Iglatilta, make me my favorite steak. Used to make a great big steak on Shavuos. Why? Amar. Rav Yosef used to say, Ilav Hayomatakagarim. If we didn't have this day of Shavuos, Kama Yosef Ikabashuka. I'd just be another Joe in the street. Literally, Yosef. Kama Yosef Ikabashuka. Thank God for Shavuos, said Rav Yosef, or else I'd just be another Joe in the street. What do you mean, thank God for Shavuos? How about thank God for Torah? I mean, Shavuos. It's the day we got the Torah. But you should say, thank God for Torah. Question one. Question two, ask Rav Eliyosh Lezinger. You know, we celebrate Vav Sivan. Right? In the olden days, it was either Hey Vav or Zion. But we celebrate that time of year. What happened at that time of year? Obviously, there was Kabbalah Sato, there was uh, Maimon Har Sinai. But that was when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to get the first Luchos. What happens with the first Luchos? Did not have such a happy ending. Right? Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu goes up on... Zan Sivan, he comes down 40 days later, Shavasa Batamuz, 40 days from, from Shavuos to Shavasa Batamuz, Luchos are broken. On the 18th day of Tamuz, he goes back up for 40 days trying to get forgiveness. Erev Rosh Chodesh Elul, he comes back down, you have forgiveness. Rosh Chodesh Elul, he goes back up for a third time, 40 days, comes back down with Luchos Neos on Yom Kippur. Moshe Rabbeinu was really up on our Sinai for 120 days, not just 40. 
That was the nace. It was 120 days. Yom Valayla. Right, 40, 40, 40. Three sets of 40. So as Rebbe Schlesinger, what are we celebrating Shavuos for? These Lukos broke. Why don't you celebrate either Rosh Chodesh Elul or Yom Kippur? That should be Kabbalah Satora. What are we so happy about? These Lukos didn't, didn't make it. Right? They're Shivrei Lukos. Says Rebbe Schlesinger. Where were the Shivrei Lukos put? They were thrown out? They weren't thrown out. Shivrei Luchos Munachan Ba'aren. The Gemara says even the broken Luchos were put right next to the other Luchos in the Aren. Meaning, even if something is broken and it's not perfect and it's smashed, it's still special, it's still valuable, and you could still get special light from it and it could go into the Aren. That's the message of the Shivrei Luchos. Broken Luchos! They might be broken, but they're still Luchos. And therefore, we celebrate Shavuos to teach us that even without perfection, Shivri Luchos are also great. And they also have Kedusha. And we just got to do as much as we can and as hard as we can. And even if we never achieve perfection, Shivri Luchos Munachan Ba'aren. And says Yavilio Shlesinger, what does the Gemara and Brachas tell us? A Tamar Chacham Sheshachach Talmudo. A Tamar Chacham that forgets his lear- learning, you still have to give covet to. Why? Shivrei Luchos Munachin Ba'aren. Rav Yosef, in many places in Shas, Rav Yosef was blind. And Rav Yosef was sick. And the Gemara tells us, Ksubistav Beis and other places, that Rav Yosef forgot a lot of his learning. And many times his Talmudim had to remind him, Rebbe, didn't you teach us such and such? So Rav Yosef was depressed. I forget him on my learning. What am I? So he says, Ah, oh, Baruch Hashem for Shvuis. If I was, there wasn't Shvuis, Kama Yosef Yikabashuka. Why Shvuis? Because Shvuis celebrates Shivrei Luchos Munachan Baron. That's exactly what I am, says Rav Yosef. I'm a Shevrei Luach, but I learned from Shvuis. The fact that we celebrate Shvuis, Shivrei Luchos Munachan Baron, even if it's not perfect, but we still are Shevrei Luchos. And that's why Atamar Chacham, Shashachach Tamudo, still gets covered. Because it's not perfect, but we still have Shivrei Luchos. So as we get into any Chag, and this is a thought that we have to think about any time when, when we, we have one of the Shalosh Regalim that we celebrate, and we think that we don't have the Mitzvah of Alila Regal anymore, and we don't, we're not going to be together with all of B'nai Yisrael, right? Not this year, right? It, the Gemara says that it cannot, Mashiach cannot come on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yantif. We're too busy. So we'll have to wait till after Shavuos, right? It can't come tomorrow. So how will I the Gemara should be wrong, and therefore we should come tomorrow. But Lachara, right? We won't have it. But you know what? Even though we don't have a base of Megdash, and even though we're going to be celebrating Shavuos all over the world, Shivrei Luchos Menachem Ba'aren, the broken Luchos are also in the Aren. It's still a feat. It's still unique. It's still special, and it's still Menachem Ba'aren. And that's what we have to think about in Shavuos. But as Hashem, the next Yontif that we'll celebrate after Shavuos will not be Rosh Hashanah. The next Yontif that we'll celebrate will be Tisha B'av. As Yechazal say, that's called a moed. We don't say tachnun because we're davening for it to be a moed. So Hashem, we will not get into the period of the three weeks of sadness, which is what we think about when we finish Shavuos. But Hashem, the next Yantav we should celebrate will be, will be Tisha B'Av and Yemos HaMashiach.